0: you guys you guys doing good yes that's good to hear um it's sunday that's good right tomorrow it's monday Ugh. who loves monday monday is another day that god has provided for us so let's love it um <clears throat> i'm really really pumped for this message that i have it's going to be a short message it's not going to be very long, but I'm really excited about it and I hope that that you guys are as well. So, let's just get into it. Let's let's go to Matthew. Mateo. And we're going to go to Matthew chapter 14 and we're going to start at verse 24. Can you guys give me an amen when you're there, please? Amen, okay. I'm going to be reading out of the message version just so that you guys know if you have a phone and you want to update that. Um, If not, we're going to have it up here as well so that you can read along. So you guys there? Amen? Okay. So it says, Meanwhile, the boat was far out to sea when the wind came up against them, and they were battered by the waves. At about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on water. They were scared out of their wits. A ghost, they said, crying out in terror. But Jesus was quick to comfort them. Courage, it's me. Don't be afraid. Peter suddenly bowled. Peter suddenly bowled said, Master, if it's really you, call me to come to you on the water. He said, Jesus said, come ahead. Jumping out of the boat, Peter walked on the water to Jesus. But when he looked down at the waves churning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve and started to sink. He cried out, Master, save me. Thirty-one. Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand. Then he said, faint heart, or man of little faith, what got into you? All right, we'll stop there. So my sermon today, just off the top of my head, is going to be called Wow. Can you guys say wow? Wow means walking on water. Wow. Isn't that impressive? Who walks on water? I bet you, if you were to see anybody walking on water, what do you think would come out of your mouth? Wow. <laughs> wow. Jesus walked on water, but so did Peter. Amen. All right, let's pray. Holy Spirit, I know that you're here. I'm excited. I'm ready just to, to receive this word, God, to give it to, the, to these amazing children of yours, God. Father, just give us more of you, Lord. Let us understand, Father, what it is that you want to say, God. We're not going to leave this place, Lord, without a blessing, God. We are blessed, Father, because we are your people, Father. We are your people. We are your children. We are chosen by you, God. Therefore, we are blessed, and we are successful, God, and we are in right standing with you because you have called us, God. You have called out to us, Father, so I just bless this service, God, I bless this sermon Father, and uh, just speak through me'm I'm, I'm your vessel God. I'm here willing to to release whatever you want to give God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus name, and we all say, amen. all right. So when my husband and I were youth leaders, we were youth leaders at another church for a long time, and when we were youth leaders we were we were youngins, you know we were you know, just really young, early 20s, maybe mid-20s. And um, we, were, we were so happy to serve the Lord. We were, we were always happy to bless the children of God, of God, bless the teens, the young adults. It was such a blessing for us every time. Um, honestly, both of us, we felt deeply called for that. At that time in our lives, we were deeply called to speak life and to teach these young adults, these teenagers, who Jesus was and what he was doing in their lives. And it was awesome. We saw a lot of them transformed. We saw a lot of them begin to serve him and just live life according to the way that God had called them. So it was it was such an amazing blessing, but one thing that we would always say to them is we would say one day, especially to the to the So the rebellious ones, the rebellious ones were the best. I loved the rebellious ones. I got to kick some out of class a few times. (laughs) But um, I love the rebellious ones because we would tell them, yeah, you're talking right now while I'm talking. But one day you're going to be up here. It's going to be you that has to teach younger kids. It's going to be you that's going to be called to be up here. Because we are not going to be here forever. And that's the key phrase that Mario and I would say. We would say, we are not going to be here forever. Did we believe it? I don't know. Honestly, we said it. We said it often. But I don't know if we truly believed it at that time. After a while of saying it, we, we did. We, we did believe it. But what happened with us is we started to dream about how this was gonna happen for us. Our, our, d- our dream and our desire was to be sent out. We wanted to be sent out of this church as, as young pastors paving the way for you know whatever city we were gonna be sent out to. Um, we even thought like maybe another country, maybe like Europe or something. And our desire was we wanna be sent out. We want our pastor to pray for us. We wanna do it the right way. Can you guys move your fingers like this and say, the right way, the right way. But that was the right way for us, what we thought was the right way. And so we had that desire of being sent out by our pastor, having our pastor pray for us, the whole congregation seeing that we would be sent out. Isn't that a good dream and desire? It's pretty awesome. It didn't happen that way, though. It didn't happen like that at all. And because it didn't happen in the way that we envisioned it, it was difficult for us to accept it when we had it. When God had called us out to start this church, it wasn't easy for us to walk in wow. It wasn't easy for us to walk on water and and do what seemed to us like something impossible. It wasn't easy because we felt as though we weren't doing it in the right way. It wasn't the way that we thought it was going to happen. And so because of that, we struggled for a while. We questioned whether, you know, we were in God's uh, will, whether we were in God's plans. We questioned and we would say, God, is this really what you want us to do? You know, have you really called us out? Should we go back? Because let me tell you, it's very easy to go back. It's very easy to put one foot out of the boat And say, never mind, I'm going to go back in the boat. It's very easy to do that. It's difficult to keep walking on water towards Jesus when he calls us. That's not easy. Peter at this moment, on the boat, his desire was to do what Jesus was doing. Can you guys, do you guys see that? His desire, Peter's desire, was to walk to Jesus on water. He wanted to do what Jesus was doing. And so the Bible says that he was bold. This is how I picture Peter. He sees Jesus out in the distance, and everybody's like, oh, my God, it's a ghost. And he's like, no, it's me. Relax. Chill. I got you. Don't worry. Jesus talking. He talks like that. And um, Peter, I, I imagine Peter Like coming to the end of the boat and saying, oh, my God, I want to do that. I want to do that. I can imagine him like holding on to the edge of the boat and saying, that's what I want to do. I want to go right there with Jesus. But Peter wanted to confirm the calling before he walked on water. He wanted his calling to be confirmed before he took his wow moment. And that happens for us sometimes. How many of you guys have felt like that before? Me too. So Jesus calls Peter. And Peter walks on water. So check this out. How many of you guys have dreams? Raise your hand. Show of hands if you have dreams. We all have dreams. Okay, all of us have dreams. But how many of you guys have, dr- have given up on a dream because it didn't happen the way that you saw it happening. Has that happened to you guys? That you've given up on a dream. You've given up on a desire of yours. Because it didn't happen the way that you planned it out. It didn't happen like that. That's happened to, to me. It's happened to us. Where we, we hold back or we let go of things, desires that God has given us. Because we don't see them happening in the way that we Thought they should. And that's something that you as a believer, that I as a a believer, we need to let go of. We need to let go of our expectations. Because our expectations are so dumb compared to what Jesus wants for us. Our expectations are so silly in, in, in comparison to how Jesus has it planned for us. You know, my husband and I, we, we have a plan. You know, we, we had a plan for, for our marriage and our family. And, you know, it was our plan to have a baby by now. But that hasn't happened yet. It didn't happen according to our plan. But I'm not going to give up on it. And neither is he. We're not going to give up on this because God has given this to us. And, and it may not be working out the way that we planned but it'll work out the way that he plans. So Peter walks, he walks off the boat, right? Jesus calls him. Peter walks off the boat. And Peter, I don't think Peter really thought it through all the way. Like, I think he was really excited. And and that's good. But he didn't really think it through. Like, he didn't think, how is this Stuff that I'm gonna walk on, how is it gonna be? So he walks on water, and water isn't a solid material, like it's, it's water, you know? So he, he starts walking on water, and he notices it's water! It's not ground, it's not dirt, it's not anything that's solid, it's not anything that's firm, like this ground. Like if you stomp, stomp, if we stomp, our, our, our foot hopefully doesn't go through the floor because it's solid we can't unless we're very very clumsy we're not gonna walk i mean we're not gonna fall while walking on ground there's nothing for us to worry about we're confident on the ground that we're walking on because we know and we trust that it's solid it's it's according to what we expect we expect this ground to be solid i don't expect to walk and 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 have my foot sink in to the ground i don't expect that because I know it's ground. And because I know it's ground, I know it's solid, and I know that I can step on it and walk on it, and everything's fine. But on water, you can't do that unless you're Jesus and Peter a little bit. So Peter, he starts walking on water, and he notices that it's, it's unstable. And then along with that, there's wind. So it's unstable, and there's wind blowing at you. So he says, this isn't turning out the way that I expected it to. I'm walking on water, and that's impossible. I'm doing the impossible right now, and and how can that be? I had this desire, and my expectation was that I was going to be able to do this. My expectation was that I was going to do it the way Jesus is doing it. My expectation was that I wasn't going to have to uh, overcome obstacles through me wanting to walk out this desire. And let me tell you, brothers and sisters, that when you're going after your dream, there's going to be obstacles. There's always going to be obstacles. But we have a God who's so powerful, so amazing, so beautiful, that will help us overcome every single one. Every single obstacle, he'll help us overcome it. But there are going to be obstacles. Obstacles. It's not going to turn out the way you planned it. Amen? Let's go to Isaiah um, chapter 55. And we're going to read verse 8. Let me just read it here. I don't think the way you think, the way you work, isn't the way I work. Can you guys read this with me? I don't think the way you think, the way you work, isn't the way I work. This is God speaking. This is God speaking to you today. You know, I um, <laughs> I was a little sick when I got here, and I think I'm probably still a little sick, but <laughs> I didn't want to. I was telling Mario because he was like, you know, just don't do it. It's fine, you know, if you really feel bad, but... I thought, no, I, I, I want to overcome this because I feel like, like I need to release it. Like I feel like it's, it's boiling up inside of me and I need to release this word. And I know that at least one of you in here needed to hear this today. And God is telling you these words. He's saying these words to you. He's saying that he doesn't think the way that you think and he doesn't work the way that you work. And, man, that's amazing. That's awesome. What have you lost hope in? What dream have you lost hope in? What desires have you let go because they got too difficult? Or because they weren't working out the way you saw them working out? How many of us have lost hope in our lives at some point about some things? I know I have. This whole baby thing hasn't been easy. There's been hopeless moments for me and for Mario, very hopeless moments where I where I have felt like, you know what, God, I just I just want to give it up because it's easier for me to let it go than it is holding on to it. It's easy to let this go and say, hey, this, this was a moment in my life and it wasn't meant to be. Let me keep moving forward and just focus on something else. That's easy to do. It's easy to do that. But it's, it's, it's difficult and it's worth it to hold on and not lose hope. Because God has you. God has you and he won't let you go. Peter started walking on water. He actually did it. He did it. But he doubted. But God didn't punish him for doubting. God didn't, God wasn't disappointed in him. God came and saved him right away. And that's what I want you to get from today. I need you guys to keep dreaming. I feel like a lot of you guys have let go of dreams and desires. And I want you. I, I, I need you. God is pleading with you to not let go of your dreams. Don't let go of your dreams. Those desires that he has placed in you are for a reason. And He wants you to stick them out, no matter how difficult it gets, no matter how big the obstacle is. God wants you to overcome it. I want to read this, um, this quote from C.S. Lewis, and it says, "You are never too old to set a new goal or dream a new dream. You are never too old. To set a new goal or dream a new dream. There is no too late for us. The man at, when Jesus was being crucified, the the thief that was on the cross, I mean, come on, like he, that was pretty late. (laughs) He was about to die. But it, it wasn't too late for him. So it's never too late. Even if 50 years go by, even if... I mean, Abraham and Sarah waited so long. And in the midst of their waiting, they messed up. They messed up big time. Abraham, because he was afraid, he lied and he said Sarah was a sister. And he let Pharaoh take Sarah for a while. And God had to come and fix that for him. Sarah, because of her despair, because of just her giving up, she decided to, to tell Abram, Abraham to have a, a, a son through with another woman. And that was a mess. So we can see that these things happen. But God is always there to fix them for us. And he's there to help us see them through. Because I want to tell you this, and this is, this is, I'm going to close with this. I want to tell you that God isn't afraid by he's not afraid he's not intimidated by obstacles for him there's no time limit there are no time restrictions for god you guys get that he does not live in our time time is not a factor to him it's not time is a factor to us But because we're believers, because we're achievers and overcomers and children of God, we are not going to be limited and we're not going to allow these things to hold us back and keep us from seeing our dreams come to fruition. So why don't we get up on our feet? Let's have the worship team come up here. Just know that God doesn't want you to give up. He wants you to keep dreaming and overcome So right there where you are, I want you to start meditating. Start thinking about dreams that you've let go of. Start thinking about obstacles that you let overcome you. Whether it was finding a a husband or being healthy about something, um, getting something back from you that was stolen, whatever it may be. I want you to think about it right now. Think about it with the Holy Spirit. Partner up with him right now because he's talking to you. He's talking. He's speaking. He's he's working in us. And he's saying, don't let go because I don't let go. Don't give up because I don't give up. He doesn't give up. church I want to challenge you on this Sunday afternoon February the 7th I want to challenge you if you've given up on a dream I need you to come up here if something has overcame you if you've allowed an obstacle to overcome you in some state of your life I want you to come up because God is ready God is getting ready to breathe new life God is getting ready to breathe new life into you give your lungs new breath give your body strength